Straight and neck in front to count the rupee. And Kemantari is scraping paint. If he gets through, he might go close. Count the rupee hits the lead. Count the rupee from Kemantari. Kemantari's flying. Got up. Welcome to Vets Doctor. Behind the curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I've got Australia's most wanted at John Walter in studio. What is that? What have I done now? Have you done anything? Well, shit, I'm barred everywhere. You can't, you can't get barred any more places. My God. Canterbury's back. Oh, yeah, thank God. Like, it was interesting yesterday, first time in 20 years where you had to worry whether the fence was off, but uh, straight back to normality. I love it. Good. A couple of uh, nice runs at Randwick uh, on the weekend. We'll uh, say good day to DK. He's on his Pat Malone down in uh, Melba. I am on my Pat Malone here. It's a bit uh, bit different not having Nico here, but uh, I'll have to uh, amuse myself. But no... Uh... Another quiet week in racing, Scoot. God, if we hear any more about uh, Oak Bank or uh, the jumps racing turnover versus the Oak Bank benchmark 54 turnover, I'll, I'll throw up. But, um, and also, what about the uh, the North Koreans up there thinking they've captured the next generation market, you know, by how many drunks are singing horses after the races while they're running deliberately five minutes late every race. Um, as obviously a, a tactic. I mean, it's, it's disgraceful. And uh, I'm glad Chris Parnham called him out last night. But... Um, Anyway, another quiet week in racing, mate. On we go. It is it's a slap in the face to every punter and every other, I guess, jurisdiction out there. They they banish everything to Sky 2 uh, or split screen, the split screen of death, when e- anyone else goes over, but then it's a different set of rules for New South Wales. I don't know, mate. I've got it on 528. I don't worry about these <laughs> things. I, I don't acknowledge the other states as it is, so I uh, long live PBL. But oh. the, the, um, I mean, if you've been to the races, like I used to go to the races all the time, when I was a kid, not so much in recent years because I'm in the in the dungeon, but you see the, the clerks of the course and the people whose jobs it is to crack the whip and say, come on, get to the mounting yard, now get to the barriers, and the, the starter's looking at his watch and it's all done on the clock. So it's, it's no doubt it's an absolute deliberate tactic to, um, you know, pull turnover from the WA races and to, you know, get that late, late turnover. It's, it's disgraceful, really is. Mm. They do it all the time in Hong Kong and it's probably the only negative for Hong Kong. I sort of, I like things to start on time and uh, I've been in, I guess, the sports betting industry with uh, with the Scander when I was doing all the NRL betting. But it used to be my pet peeve that they'd, they'd schedule a game for eight oh five, and the NRL wouldn't kick off until eight fifteen. It drove me absolutely nuts. And if you're trying to take someone to the game or t- trying to watch it, like it does, it, like the late starts give you the What's give you the, the point shoot? of a start time. It's not as if there's anything that really should delay it. Racing mm. a little bit different, but obviously, yeah, what what's going on now is not normal. Um, but does it surprise you? Like every single element that uh, New South Wales does at the moment pushes the boundaries to try and move it into their favour and they're just going to keep doing it until something happens. Mm. Well, it'd be offsetting the turnover because as soon as you get to those bottomless tracks, turnover would take a dip. Now, just on that scooter, again, uh, I referenced him last week, friend of the show, Matt Taylor. We all know Matt. He just, I see he threw out, he's thrown out a tweet this morning. Um, they were talking about J-Mac, J-Mac's domination. And um, he said, uh, Sydney Racing has the best prize money in the world, but given unpredictable nature of the metropolitan tracks, plus dominance of certain connections, I'd suggest it's also the toughest market to turn over a lot whilst punting for profit. So exactly what you're going to say, say there, you know. You can have the best product, but um, when you've got, got different factors like that, it's, it's hard to make money punting on it. It'll, it'll affect, affect turnover. Exactly. And I think uh, last weekend's track was... A prime example of that, and there was a couple of horses that I thought were heavily favoured. Maurice Nadad and Encounter Rupi, the way the track was playing, I thought I was a genius. They loomed up to win, and uh, I was just at the gap. I was absolutely howling. Good prices, both of them, and they found another horse. So you go try and find a horse that's suited by the pattern, and then something that, I guess, the jockeys start going faster, things change, and then um, funny results sort of get thrown up. A classic is, I guess, what happened with Fireburn and Abdullah, he seems a bit off the boil, but horses like Tafane and Party for One, horses that you like, Johnny, they they run been out of their skin. For six months. No, they haven't been on a track. They can they can win on for six months, and like it's very strange. The Champagne Stakes Day that I don't open up a betting site. I, I don't think that's happened in twenty years. So mm. like, um, and if I'm doing that, and not many people like betting more than I do, there's a lot of people doing it. It's just it just becomes monotonous. Like it's and it's no one's fault to a certain degree, but um. Yeah, Ramwick's surface probably needs to be sorted out because there, there's no way they. It's, it's not as if they're doctoring it. No, it's just just how it plays. You know, like they just need to work away. And you'd much rather at Canterbury, obviously, down the outside fence, but it was a twelve and a half or something, wasn't it, that day? So that was abnormal. But I'd rather, 
I'd rather it's set up like that so you know that, like you say, it it's becomes far more difficult when people are working on the fly during the day to change tactics, ride horses different ways. Look at what Nash did on Kementari. He's nearly killed three people mm. thinking that the hard fence was the only way that he could win the race. Like, he was probably insane doing it, but um, shows their, their, their mindset. Mm, it's crazy. And then if you have a look at that versus the uh, the big fine he got from going down the outside fence and, and whipping the horse, I tell you yeah. what, I know which one's more dangerous. Well, to me, it's it's a battle of perception is is what everyone gets absolutely uh, carded for and and real, uh, you know, indiscretions and things that happen are, are sort of you get a padded whip. So it's um, it's very strange. They obviously hammered him the week before and then looked after him this week to a certain degree, I, I would imagine. You know, I'm not I don't, talking out of school, but um, that's what it seems that way that they they maybe went over overboard a bit the week before and then and looked after him for the more serious offense mm. yeah it's a uh, it's a funny one and uh it was funny uh campbell rilla finding the outside fence at uh, oak bank as well so like uh like father like son so i won't talk about oak bank or dk will get very very angry now um i'll tell you what i'll tell you what speaking of our good friend um dream team matt up in sydney I tell you what, he needs to uh, he needs to get some manscaped. He's a big body shaver. He loves the full shave down. And I just want to pose the question. What? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think about non? I thought that was more of a Duna thing than a. Well, Taylor Duna thing. loves it too. Loves a bit of Veet. He's a big. He's oh, a big stick on waxer. Wax. Oh, is there's something? There's an underlying uh, mental thing about this, but. What do you guys think? I'll go to you first. Well, what do you think about non-cyclists that shave their legs? What do you think about that, blokes? That just... There's nothing more disturbing than me to be walking behind someone and <laughs> noticing that they have no leg hair, you know? Like, it's just a very, like, I just start, my mind starts wandering and it's not normally in a positive fashion to what that person gets up to in their spare time. I don't really see it as a an aerodynamic uh, factor. Mm. I'd say, like, for football players, like, like genuine athletes, I'm not talking about Matt and Duna, but... Uh, I'm talking about guys that get rub downs a lot. Like, they, like, they strap oh, like their, their knees and their ankles. If you get you know things strapped and massages like pretty much every day, I can see why AFL players go down that path. And when I was sort of 17, 18, playing for Uni Blues, I sort of went down that path. So I guess that's why I'm excusing the behaviour. Did yourself but, in hot wax or what did you do? I didn't go that far. Didn't go <laughs> I didn't go that far. But I wish Manscaped was around. So <laughs> Little Birdie uh, gets a 20% off the Little Birdie code uh, at the Manscaped shop. So uh, the Australian shop, the US shop. DK, have you ever shaved your legs? No, no, same as you, Scoot. No, I did the ankles and everything playing footy, but no, no, leave, leave me, leave me right out of anyone who's uh, yeah, shaving down for. Uh, are there anything that other than a swimming carnival or riding a being a cyclist? Fair income. All right, it's going to be a cracking show. We've got uh, DK is going to do a race out wide. I think he's back. I uh, I can smell oh, that he's back. back. Oh. It's the bull around the corner. Ellie's out wide. Scurvy joints. He's coming into his own. Muggs Moral is back. No luck, big parade. And uh, have a quick look at this one. Took us uh, 24 hours to figure out what it is, but um, we're just going to pop up uh, his dinner from the other night. That monstrosity there is chicken satay and chips. It took me, I thought it was, cal- I thought it could have been calamari. It could have been, you know, vomit. It could have been anything. Did it get you, Walt? I, I think I think it was when I found it. I just I am a big satay chicken fan, but I've never seen it with chips. So it was it was a big it was a big combo that I've I think could take off. I think Mug could start a trend with this one. Maybe not at that actual venue, but it could be one that you know they turn into a five star delicacy in the future just just because of the mug. Less rice, more chips. Uh, Johnny Walters back to do uh, more around. It just seems like Groundhog Day again, and it's bucketing down. So surprise, surprise! He'll also do the Tamworth Cup Road to the Big Dance. Top sports steamers. They found one. Uh, she's extreme. Four dollars, two k at four dollars. So they cost themselves a bit there. They bet five dollars in the end. And uh, question marks are around B of dollar. Is he gone? He might be a bit MIA. But uh, I tell you what. First up, we've got uh, Casey McCutcheon from uh, Mint Bet. I tell you what, he's looking fresh. If you are uh, fairly new to the show, Casey joined us to absolutely steamroll the racing rant crew back in spring. So. He doesn't muck around. He's been on the picnic service uh, circuit, sorry, but um, it, was, it is a customer service sort of game, but uh, fresh-faced, and uh, welcome back to the show, Case. Oh, thank you, Scooty. Yeah, I mean, don't worry about Sydney Metro. If you want an engaged racing crowd, you got to get to the picnics, mate. Uh, we just had a great season, knocked off on the weekend. It's another ripper, mate. Everyone had a ball from uh, from go to woe, um, so I couldn't recommend it more. Don't worry about horses and DJs and stuff. Just get out to the picnics, fellas. Yes, Casey, you going to go uh, down to the bull and be trackside down around the bull? 
very excited to be saying uh, affirmative to that, mate. I think uh, I'm no I'm no orphan. I think every bloke in Melbourne or Victoria has got a leave pass for the 150th um, edition, uh, and it's she with the lineup has got me uh, yeah fizzing under the saddle about what uh, not only the day has in store but some of the nights. Um, it could be a real solid uh, week <laughs> as it always is. But uh, no, I'm fizzing for it. We'll be down there under the elms out the back of the members um, and trying to do our best work. What do you think of the betting ring down there? It's uh, it's usually really, really strong. It'll be a different kettle of fish to picnic season where you can, uh, I wouldn't say rob them, but uh, you got a bit of an edge over them in the picnics. But uh, is it tough going as a bookmaker at the Bulls? Well, it's a bit of a unique setup as well. You know, we're sort of downhill from the betting ring, so it's a bit of that old school where you get people running down the hill to knock you off. You've got to be a bit uh, aware uh, of what's going on up the up into the in the main ring. And, uh, yeah, a fair bit goes on. You do hear some good stories about... Uh, you know, um, for if fortunes and uh, fortunes lost, fortunes won, fortunes lost. But uh, it's just a great three days. The pilgrimage down the ball. So uh, we're up for it. Hopefully, the, it's a real big one. This the first two days. Hopefully, a little bit more going on this year, and then the third is obviously always the the one that pumps. So absolutely can't wait, mate. Mm, it's going to be uh, outstanding, and uh, the chicks pies down there go enormous, and uh, the dim sims with the uh, sriracha sauce has got me through some uh, big big nights down at the bull. Don't look at me like that, Well, No, I wouldn't survive it. If you took me down no, there, I, yourself, I would not survive. That's why we don't take It'd be all over. It'd be all over. Just so weak. I need to get DK down there, but I think DK's scared to go because he'll just get swamped. Oh, fans. <laughs> hey? Fans. 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 Oh. Too many fans. Got to keep them locked up in the Melbourne studio. They all want to have a drink. I want to buy me a drink. I'll end up blind <laughs> and I'll blow myself up on the first night, be in the horrors for three days. Oh, anyway, she's good fun. Right, Caulfield at this Saturday. I know cases on a uh, a clock here. Race four. Let's find some winners at Caulfield. Ain't no deal done's a favourite. He's subbing in for uh, Nick Noonan, who's having a little bit of a freshen up. Ain't no deal done's a favourite here. Two eighty Grand Slam, three twenty J Car C D Eustace, uh, Agnelli nine fifty Eureka Street twelve dollars Foxty or sixteen. The replay we're going to have a look at is Grand Slam. Talk us through K. Yeah, so it doesn't get the chocolates here, the slammer, but um, was in a similar position to where I think it, uh, he'll get on. Sat- he'll get to on Saturday. It was uh, outside the leader here. Um, the, le- the other leader was right in the, firm in the market. It it drops off and uh, the slammer sticks on quite well as Pondus gives a wind burn here. But um, this was first go two thousand for the prep. Uh, the slam of peaks third up. It was the the big guineas run and um, and the Alistair Clark were third up runs for it. Um, so second go two thousand meters here. Um, there's a little query, you know, sixty kilos gate twelve. But uh, I'm happy to trust uh, the horses class here. And uh, I got Jamie Carr on who goes okay. And as long as she, he doesn't have to do too much work around that first sort of up the hill from the two thousand meter start. Um, hopefully just lobs pretty much in the same spot. And then it's pretty hard to catch because. When looking at the market here, and uh, I was probably just a little bit surprised it wasn't the other way around with the corpse with um, Ain't No Done Deal. He's a big sprue horse, so obviously we're waiting for it to start uh, shooting the lights out, and it may well do that. I'm told it's jumping out excellently, um, but I just wanted to see a bit more from it at its last start. I didn't think it hit the line, the line like a horse that um, was just you know, ready to fire at 2,000, but the, it's the other key threat, uh, key danger, so... Uh, this is going to be one of those races on Saturday where uh, you get it right and it makes your day and it might be the pivotal moment. But um, Agnelli might be a pest that boots up in the, in the inside of, of Grand Slam um, and makes us work, but I'm just happy to be with Jamie. And uh, she knows the horse really well and knows that optimum cruising speed it's, he's, going to, uh, he's going to want. And uh, I just think he's got that class edge and will take some catching um, when they hit, go, hit the go button. I like this one. And Walt's a big setup man as well. So fourteen hundred for a barrier trial, fourteen hundred goes to two thousand. Has that good run? It sticks on, and then now you're getting third up. Um, yeah, looked a perfect outside uh, leader sort of tuned up, doesn't it, to, to get that uh, tough run under its belt? And the other, I love the old. It, it had injuries, didn't it? Ain't no Dundee was the one that was uh, deal done. It was the one that was a big chance of going to honkers. Mm, I think it's got it. Five hundred days off it had before this yeah. trip. Five hundred days. It's always a worry. And it's always fun playing against them until they show something. I think it's a much better play yeah. than trying to trying to pick the day that they do come good, those sorts of horses. And yeah. I, yeah. I think it's got a bit of cat in it. Previously? It didn't it didn't look like yeah, it had some ability, but it had a plenty go its way when it was flying, I thought. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a nice horse to yeah, I don't know. Lob's a big end. I was just gonna say that at least Grand Slam's been there and done it at two thousand as well. Mm. Like Ando Dildun will probably run it, he's bred to run it, but he's still gotta do it, you know. Mm, couldn't agree more. All right, race six the showdown. When I uh, when I read the showdown, I think of Port Adelaide versus Adelaide. I don't think about horse racing. So 
Not sure where they've got this one from. I think about Mug versus Walt. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bellow Bo, the Sprue Horse. Snapper tip this one up. Uh, listeners of the show, viewers of the show, will have backed this horse, made money on this horse, and be absolutely horned up after Nico Nelly declared it. And Casey, the nasty bookie, is going to try and bet around it. He wants to uh, sink the boots into it. But uh, Bellow Bo is the favourite here at $2.50. The Tassie Horse, Sir Bailey, $5.00. Uh, Hallelujah is $7. Don't change $12 over Shady. And he said Shandy there, $13. New York Hurricane, 14 And Nick Ryan's got another one there. Capital Express, $18. But the replay we're going to have a look at here is Don't Change on the Boo. There's a fair tip for this horse uh, at this uh, debut run. And there it is uh, in the ruck, in the yellow case. Yellow sleeves, grey, red cap, just going to work its way beautifully down the middle of the track. Where And you see it's sort of four or five horses off the fence. That's where it kind of raced most of the race. It got out of the gates okay and just couldn't find a, a spot. Had a little bit of cover, but as you can see, it finishes off well enough to show it's got some ability. But a little bit, he tells me it was, um, it was the star performer on Tuesday morning and it's tuned up and ready to go. So in a race where, you know, we've got all this exposed form of two-year-olds to, to all these juveniles with um, absolutely very little to go off, um, I'm happy to hear a bit of that mail at $12. So it should get a decent enough spot. Yeah, like you, as I say, Bellow Bow will, uh, will be in, from the inside, probably maybe needs to boot up a touch. Wouldn't want to miss the kick and, and make a mess of the start and get shuffled back the fence. Um, and then another one of the key key chances, uh, Sir Bailey. Uh, sorry, Sir Bailey's the one who might boot up in the rail, but... Bellobo's drawn outside, um, don't change. So hopefully uh, we get a nice little sit off uh, Bellobo and, and Sir Bailey or whoever wants to make the speed. Uh, and the other conqueror of don't change in that race um, is drawn back, uh, drawn wide when we'll get back the other the other holler horse, uh, hallelujah. So if we get a little bit of a soft run here, uh, I think this horse, horse has got some ability is what I'm told. And uh, I'm happy to take a little bit of a shot at the stumps on it at 12 bucks. Looks uh, not a bad place for us. Anything to add there, DK, or two-year-olds just uh, not your go? Oh, and, and two-year-olds off a thousand-meter race. So um, he is one horse who looks. I, I did. I did that race. I did a, a lot of those horses. I can follow. They'll when it, coming up to the time when it um, it's going to be two-year-olds versus the older that part of the season, which I like and have some success at. Um, so I did that race fully rated it. Now that also I'd said he'd suited more ground. And Peter Morgan trained his mother, new sensation, and she got out to two thousand meters. So. He is one horse who will, um, you can trust him up in distance, where a few of the others are a bit, you know, who knows. Um, and yeah, Nick Ryan. I mean, I mean, it's just he's just if I if I if he'd be my first pick if I was buying a, a horse or buying a year in a horse at the moment. He's the first first pick of the trainer. I'd give it to. All right, DK. Well, uh, I might put a bit of a challenge out to you. Let's find a uh, tried horse, someone that's doing the wrong things with a horse somewhere in Victoria, and uh, we'll send it to Nick Ryan. But uh, case. No, you're on the clock, but uh, love that one. Don't change. Each way bet for sure, and hopefully you can get the chocolates over Bellow Bow. Certainly wouldn't hurt, Scoots. Uh, good luck to the punters on Saturday. See you at the bull. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, I'm just glad I didn't have to put out my retirement video from tipping. Thanks for having me back off the bench. I'll split as McCutcheon, Scoot. It's great to be back, and uh, <laughs> good luck Saturday, boys. Uh, let's get the winners rolling. I can't wait to hear from the mug. Right. Uh, he... The only segment that uh, everyone just froths at every week. Not so much Walt, but uh, well, it's great to have Case back on the show. Fresh face. We've got to get the third. We've got to line it up. We've at least got to give us a one race next time that, that we can just both have a crack at. <laughs> Thanks, Case. Good luck on the weekend. And uh, make sure you check him out at the Bull. He'll give you a roll. Mention uh, Little Birdie or Bet Doctor, and he'll give you one or two rolls of the board. He's a great fellow, Case. And I'm going to get him on the show more often. I, he feels a bit left out, so I'm going to put my arms around and give him a little bit of a cuddle. <laughs> See you, Case. Damn, boys. All right, uh, cracking uh, cracking little race meeting at Caulfield. Just have a look at the market only for race seven. This caught my eye at Caulfield. Couldn't believe my eyes. What's that, 280? The Astrologist, 480. Typhoon Harmony, $6. Lombardo, 7. And uh, Shelby, 66, 750. What are they doing here, Walt? I immediately went to the weather report and thought, it must be bucketing down in Melbourne. It's only a soft six, I believe, at this stage, but... Dearie me, if this horse hasn't done enough for you, why would in heck would they be sending this horse to Caulfield on the float and then hitting a dry track? Getting it ready for the uh, Stradbroke, obviously, mate. Well, what else would they be doing? Why wouldn't you put it 10 hours on a float to get it ready for a Stradbroke in eight weeks, 18 hours away? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's obviously something, you know, they, you know, they want to keep him running while he's racing well or something, but he did pull up severely lame last start. Mm. 
And three or um, five lane. Yeah, and he looked like he was a you know there's Done. not many sprinters around. He was a morally he was the people's horse to to probably grab an Everest spot if they wanted to play their cards right. And uh, obviously they they thought racing on with him was was more uh, effective an option. And maybe they think they're still a moral to get a spot in the Everest, but I, I would highly doubt that. The, the longer this goes on, the more pear shaped it, it probably ends up. I would imagine. Mm. Took them thirty starts to work out he's a thousand meter, eleven hundred meter wet tracker, and now they're talking twelve hundred dry tracks, fourteen hundred. Anyway, it, it's a it's a funny one. If you wanted to keep racing him, I'd just give him, oh, dare I say it, a three week freshen up and. I'd rather see him at the bull. I don't know what he'd probably carry sixty-one kilos in the Wongoom <laughs> or something like that back to a listed race. But like, I guess yeah. the Group Ones made him impossible to place. Now I've it's... got nothing positive to say. <laughs> DK, no, I can't. Yeah, it's it's gone above me. I know the horse is an outlier because horses normally just don't do what he's doing. So you know, he's just he's gone from a class two at Sapphire Coast to doing what he's doing. And now he's yeah, they're just spending him round and round and round. You think he'd done enough and should be having a little breather, but anyway. You just hope that doesn't end up with the horse being the you know the Kapotsky. paying the main price. That's all. Yeah. All right. If uh, if you're having a bet this week, make sure you check out Top Sport. They are mad enough to take us on in our federal election punters club. So we've only opened it up yesterday. Uh, it's about five k in the uh, syndicate bank at the moment. So I think you've got until next Tuesday to uh, go in there, and then we. We, we get the bank sorted and then uh, Top Rope Tedeschi and Mr. X know what they're handling and then they can stake accordingly. So, if Mr. Uh, X, yeah, we've got a little uh, bit of a ring in, bit of a fine cotton. It's not, uh, it's not uh, Rob Waterhouse, Scamo? but it's someone who really likes uh, politics betting. Actually, speaking of it's it's someone who used to date an MP and a Munster, not Cam, not Cam Munster. <laughs> uh, is that true? Don't know. It comes and goes, doesn't it? Doesn't there's, it? Wa- there's been a couple of waves. Normally, those sorts of things they've got something to them, but it doesn't. Christ, like, mate, it's he's obviously too, loose. Too, but... It's too crazy to be true. And it, it'd get me off the drink, mate. I would, I wouldn't. It'd date. get me off the earth. It couldn't. I couldn't date an MP, but Mister X has dated an MP. We can't reveal his identity. He's got a uh, a pretty top job uh, in corporate Australia, and he knows politics inside out. But uh, Nick Tedeschi. Portland bet. He used to uh, he pioneered uh, the the seat betting at Portland bet. So he was the first person to put up all the markets for all the seat betting. He's got records back. Talking about vampires, mate. That bloke. He must he sleep. So what does he cover? He covers Olympics. He covers uh, politics. <laughs> he covers every sport in Australia. NRL expert. Uh, anything else? Polar bear racing. What does he not cover? He he bets on golf. He even bets on women's golf. Women's golf. Yeah. That's actually easier than men's, but still, it's not. It's, it's brutal. I call yeah, it. Like, it's it's g- not as bad as women's tennis. Gambler. Anyone think... who wins at women's tennis, <laughs> too good. Oh, I think you just got to just lay, lay in back the swings there. That's women's all you do. Time, you just right? lay, the, lay, the, lay the favorite every time they, they break surf. By the look of the um, feedback, I was just reading some stuff yesterday. This is, this is going to be the only way if you want to get a bet on the election. So the blokes are trying to get on the corporates and they're, they're all getting knocked back odds to $50 or something. Is it Scoop? Yeah. So, saw well, some less. tweets yesterday. Well, I think less. they've classed it like uh, entertainment or whatever. Entertainment, yeah. Like but it's not, like, it's not like bloody Big Brother that's filmed three months out and everyone knows the bloody result. Like it, You would hope there's a bit more to this, even though it does have that feel at times. Yeah. They'll hold, that, Top Sport will hold a fortune on these markets, especially if everyone else is putting the shutters up and not, not mm. wanting to play. And it's a decent betting. Well, it's, what is this, like 190 take your pick pretty much, Well, exactly. It? And there's, mm. like, there's a bit of percentage in the market. So mm. hopefully Top Rope could just shoot everyone down before uh, everyone gets wind of it. So it'll be like slip and slide. There'll be plungers left, right and centre here. So it'll be Top, top Rope's uh, best bets. As I said, he's got data going back on every seat and all their fluctuations for the last 10 years. So him and Mr. X between them, uh, I fancy their chances here. And uh, of the uh, the more obscure the market is, and the worst of venue, sometimes a, a wise man said to me, you have more on because it's less exposed. Where's he now? Where's that wise bloke? Where, Where is he? Down here. I'm here. Here he is. Down here. <laughs> oh, it's my man. <laughs> my mantra. Me. It's me. Man, man, I'd rather bet at Menangatang versus Flemington every day of the week. <laughs> oh, Should we preview some uh, racing on Saturday? <laughs> Where at? Where at? <laughs> Uh, now let's go to uh, let's go to Randwick uh, race nine. What race am I doing? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're going around again. I'm getting dizzy. That's I'm sort of. I'm, yes, I'm, it is. I'm sort of. I'm sick of Randwick. I never thought I'd say it, but uh, I'm definitely. Well, uh, who's going to get the track? Who's, who's going to get the track manager's gig up there? Now Navesh is gone. 
Isn't that bloke already there? Or is he is he only Ramwick? Or where was Navesh or something? He's coming up here, isn't he? Goldie. He's coming up with you. Everyone's he's coming, coming up with Goldie. Goldie. But the, the other guy, was it Wood or someone? No. Was it 2IC, was it? 2IC's taken over? Oh, they're, they're always interviewing some other fella recently. I think they knew old mate was on the way out. But um, I don't know whether he does all the tracks or just Ramwick. But they'll find someone who um, does what he's told. The agency, Ramwick, race nine. The agency handicap, 1,300 metres. Oh, President. Uh, nice price winner last time. 390, 420 into 390. J-Mac on board. Taxu is 440. Rustic Steel, $5. Kinlock, 550. Can't be done, $12. Zing, $12. Matchmaker, 15 Surf Dancer, uh, $21. And better the rest. A few of these have got dual nominations for the Tamworth Cup because all of a sudden, all these country cups are now targeting the big dance. But uh, the replay we're going to have a look at here is Taxu at uh, Newcastle last start in the red up in front. Well, so he drew one this day, and I think that was the big um, big difference. This horse is not an inside gate horse. Certainly much better suited, drawn wide. Has won a race early in the prep, but completely over-raced um, from the inside draw. He kept going. Uh, o President drew outside, could sit outside him, get to the best part and camp off him on Saturday. It's, it's reversed, and unfortunately, you know, J-Max, Drawn inside, he'll probably slipstream Taxu, but I'm just hoping the kid overdoes it a little bit from that outside drawer and runs him along and drags the sprint out of uh, O'President. I think he went a bit, he sort of anchor dropped a bit in that, that previous race from the inside drawer and hopefully just leads and rolls. And what have we got, an 11 metre rail on Saturday? Mm, what's you, that mean? Well, it's pretty unprecedented and especially the way the tracks have been. You, you, you couldn't imagine, uh, apart from maybe a slingshot to the outside fence, that, that anything but fencing run is going to be good. Um, it just, you know, they're just they're just swamped. The tracks are just cooked. They're just, all the horses are, you know, pretty much cooked, and nothing can really come from back and wide and win. Mm. Tyler Schiller, the Geraldry boy. Yeah, I find him hard to catch, but this horse is pretty hard to stuff up. I think the worse he rides it, the better it'll go. I actually hope he doesn't <laughs> try and ride it cute, and uh, and and then J Mac will probably handle him. Uh, but uh, if the worse he rides it, this horse is just hard fit, and he, he's a bit like like a poly grey. The, the, the harder the task, the harder the track. Mm. Um, the better he goes. Did you tip that on last week's show? No, no. There was, there was. You know, I got a few uh, abusive emails that I did, but apparently I didn't even. You couldn't even remember what you race. said no. half the time. No, exactly. You don't even sleep. No. Okay, Taxu is uh, Walt's uh, best in uh, race nine, or he uh, his early look. That's what he's found. So race nine, uh, Taxu, and hopefully Tyler Schiller can just take it straight to the front, eleven meter rail, and kick it home. Four forty at Top Sport. So the Mars still train that horse? He was from down here, wasn't it, that horse? Yeah, it was from down there. I think Pride's had it for about a prep and a half. Not too many runs, maybe five mm. or six. And he's, he's very good at whatever he does there, Joe Pride. I tell you, when, when they bet, there's not too many better. No, and he can get a tried horse going too. There's not too many, like obviously Eduardo. But um, he, he seems to be, even when they're five and six-year-olds, not many people can turn him around like he can. Mm. I might send myself there. Mm. Tamworth Cup on Friday. And uh, the first two across the line here qualify for the big dance. And if you win, one of 26 winners will then try and shrink into a 20 uh, One of field. 26 first and seconds. Yeah. So that's 52. Well, 52. Qualify yeah. for the 20 field maximum. Yeah. So there's 26 winners. And if um, only 20 can fit, and then there's another 26 second places that try and get in the on race. On the count also, back. On the count back. Yeah. For the big dance in, on Melbourne Cup Day. And then after the race, we have a big dance. <laughs> DK was that's the know. only pit that makes sense to me at the moment is that after the race you have a big dance well someone's someone someone in your chat room sent me the terms and conditions and then so I looked and that was the there that was the, there's no any. more terms and conditions so I was thinking to myself okay it's a two million dollar race the but, idea of this is surely for someone to go out and get a horse and send it to a country trainer and then they go and win these country cups and then all of a sudden, all the country trainers have got more horses, and then they go and win the prize. But then I look at the Tamworth Cup here, and I see Chris Lee's. Well, and this I is not a Hawks, good example. I because see Kim got... I see Cody, Cody, yeah. Gaybot, uh, your man Cameron Crockett, yeah. uh, Bjorn Baker. Bjorn Baker is a chance to have half the field. And, and he will have more as they go on. And I just want to put it on record so we can cap capture this. We've said it already, but Chris Wallace said he's not going to go and hunt these country cups. But mm. I'll tell you who's got. So many suitable runners for this big dance over a mile. So, okay. Chris, Chris it comes Wallace. up to the wild card, which again, I don't know whether you've got to run in races to get into the wild card or whatever. It comes to the wild card four weeks before the race. There's a $2 million final in four weeks, and you've got owners of 
30 horses in your stable that are the perfect horses to win the $2 million racing to, and you just What's say, sorry, happen? boys. Sorry, boys. No, no. Like, it doesn't. There's a lot of things this does. It probably does up the turnover for the country cups mm. somewhat. It takes all country trainers. Like, Tamworth is different. Cody's got $150,000 tried horses that he targets these races with, and he would be uh, maybe Matthew Dale. There might be three or four stables around country New South Wales and Kevin he's in Crockett. Canberra. That, yeah, and Crockett's not even like he. It, this is this is sort of the beginning of the end. But if it does get up and running like everyone thinks it will, they won't have runners. Like mm. they won't get in the field in their in their local cups. And uh, I think it'll put tried horse prices up even more than they are already for those sorts of you know secondhand waller runners. Those the, the ones that the country trainers have been picking up, trying to pick off a couple of these races and have some fun with. They're going to go from you know 100 to 150, and they're going to be priced out. Bjorn's going to be buying them instead of you know, Cody or someone. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's not the nail in the coffin for country racing, but, you know, we've got the graveyard benchmark 58s is about all they've got left now. And, and, uh, and there's only so many of them you can win a year to keep going. I think it's just, you know, the, poor, there's the little operators in country New South Wales have to be just about eating, you know, cardboard. Mm. It's a funny one because the All-Star Mile, they started out and they had that, uh, well, I think Shelley Hancock syndicate they had that uh, poxy horse that found itself into the All-Star Mile. Mm. So, Fingers crossed they can, well, their terms and conditions aren't out yet, so they could probably change them if they wanted to. But let's hope next year, after all the, the or after this running of this 12-month saga, let's hope they try and push it back into the favour of the country trainers and the grass. how they level. do it. It's just, it's such a weird, like they... Well, offer up another, they're throwing money around like confetti. On the so, positive, right? Like, they've done a lot of, like, cause you, there's a lot of things they've of done have stuff. worked, right? Um, provincial country championships, yeah. they've worked to a certain degree. Uh, a lot of positives. But this one, try and make heads or tails of it. It, no, it feels can't. like odds and evens. I can't work out what the goal is, what the race is, who's it trying to benefit, uh, apart from the, the dance. That's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like I'm geeing up, but I'm not. You know, like it's the only thing, the rest of it doesn't really make sense. It's not as if they've pumped up the prize money along the way for the country. It's just this one race that's 12 months. So you can qualify now. That horse could be dead eight months before the race runs. It doesn't. <laughs> It's, it's a weird one, but I hope it works out. What, are you still there, DK? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, there are people will be complaining. I'm not talking, but um, <laughs> it's not my not my mo. And you know what I'm going to say about North Korean racing, anyway. So, um, let, what's Walt's the expert? That's his district. So, uh, yep, I'll wait for Cranbourne. <laughs> DK said more. we need an ab- we need Mug to look at it. We need an abstract mind to <laughs> analyze the big dance and work out if he can make out who it's actually supposed to be helping oh the tamworth cup kinlock's home five dollar favorite i still got a race to preview fender 850 Ben snatch nine dollars ashman nikki ashman ten dollars edit ten dollars ren's day cody uh eleven dollars royal royal stage twelve dollars constant flight 14 mm, and then uh that'll uh just about do us but uh kinlock last start winner talk us through this one so it was hard to sort of come from too far back here and, and, uh, and a little bit wide. It did work early too. I thought it was a bit of a risk because it was jumping 12 to 14 this day and, and it does lose Nash, uh, but uh, young Dylan Gibbons did ride it uh, at Gosford really well first up. And what the nature of the race it's going into, we're looking for someone who's going to be strong here. Like I, I think if Kiss Sun was in the race, I'd be uh, interested in it, but it's not here. We've got, um, he was like dominant over this race. I get worried about, Picking horses out of grand finals, and and this obviously was a grand final, but that horse was only second up there. And so I said, I I was actually concerned about his setup that day that he might be a run short. So I, I can only imagine that he he would come on from that. He uh, he meets a field here where you've got or rustic fields in two places drawn wide. You've got acrophobic drawn wide. Nicky's fling, constant flights a leader drawn wide. Uh, Crystal Breeze wants to find a spot. Regal stage is a leader drawn in the middle. Two big fiery soldier of love, Bandersnatch, all want to find on pace positions. Ashman's a mad leader, Arapaho and Fender kicking up from the inside. If they don't go mad here, there's something wrong. And uh, you'd have to get a lot of scratchings to take a lot of the speed out of the race. And I went looking for any sort of horse with a turn of foot that was going to be strong. And Kinlock was basically it. You know, um, you know, Ren's day on his day, bobbing on his day, but he's like he's about a 27-year-old now that's had a lot of gaps, and the only other horse that I thought was dangerous was Fended, but it's drawn gate one. Uh, G Buckley gate one and going to have a lot of uh, horses coming back in his face. If he picks runs through, he's dangerous Fender, but 
But I think Kinlock, if it pulls to the middle, it should let loose and be very hard to beat here. Mm. I'd say the uh, heavy back to a possible good surface would be the only negative that I can find. For, for Kinlock? Yeah. And Back to dry. The, the track, well, well the, the thing is, this track, it's a bit weird. And I went back looking through how it sort of plays and it can either play hard lead fence or like fence completely cast, which mm. is always great when you're trying to set up meetings. So the last two times it's gone back from a three or four metre position back to a true. Once it's played fence on fire, the others play down the middle. But I, I would assume that it, it'll be a fair enough track. And it's never rock hard. I don't know why. this. It's a weird track, Tamworth. So. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think a dry track will suit this horse uh, with a hot speed. Beautiful. All right. So uh, $5 seems a reasonable price, but a little bit of an asterisk there. There might be a couple of scratchings with um, some dual nominations at uh, Randwick for Saturday. Racingwatch.com.au for more of Johnny's analysis. It's a good community's little Discord chat. There's a couple of pests in there, but uh, if you like action and don't like your misses, you should uh, hang out in Racing Watch's Discord chat. You've got to see me do my stack every now and then. It's all good. You know, a couple of meltdowns. We, we do try to create some sort of uh, a vibe where everyone's trying to help each other, but you always get a few people who uh, just Look live, at things wrong live, live for other people not to be happy. Yeah. Trolls, do you ever get ever had one of them, DK? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, they don't come after me anymore because I just fucking give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. There'll be one pop out of the bushes now after yeah. you said that. I'll tell you what. DK, it's Cranbourne Friday, but importantly, you're back. Cabri Castle, seven-league winner. Absolutely pissed in there. Yeah, it was a nice way to a nice way to break my April cherry, as someone said that. Been a been a long road, long long run of outs, but especially when ten dollars to four sixty. Got beaten a pimple last Thursday night. Mm. And that was, and then and I had seven dollars to three fifty in the next race that was pulled up with atrial fibrillation and got beaten twenty links. And I thought, oh fuck, here we go again. <laughs> so um, anyway, anyway, we got Lindsay right. It pissed in, so we'll try and bounce off that. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, good into the ball and all that, and into the two year olds versus the elders time of year. So um, let's fire up. Of all things, I have been sort of noticing a lot of people mentioning that Lindsay's starting to, the cogs mm. are turning. Yeah. The cogs are turning. He's getting ready to rumble for the, the bull. And I'll tell you what he, he, he I've been, you know, as I said to you, he's, I was saying off air, you know, weary. It took me a long time to try and work out weir and try and pick weir and that. And then he got suspended. And I've just been watching Lindsay and, you know, just watching his patterns because, but I'm telling you, he's a good trainer. He's a good trainer and they're ready to go first up. I've noticed that, but with improvement, um, so yeah, no, I'm, I said you can have, I know Mar Wild and him will dominate the ball, but I'm tipping him to be leading trainer at this stage. My man, uh, Simon Wild's going okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's, I didn't watch that race. The wet track got hold of him. Yeah, no good. Yeah. But riding high since, uh, done a tendon, I think, which is unfortunate for their connect. Those oh, connections. that's sad. He's... Cause he looked a really promising jumper, but, um, oh, it's like, it's just classic. Melbourne is just dry as a chip, and then the night before, when we need a dry track, bang, it just pisses rain. BZ texts me, and I was just like, oh, is there, oh, this is... Where was he, bucking the boxes? I can stop anything at the moment in the last sort of 12 months. Any pothole, I've hit it, and <laughs> TK's been in the back of the cart and bang, and it's just pro probably by you coming here, I'm rubbing off on you. So your bad luck probably is because Mate, of I'm about 12 years in. I think I've got your beats. <laughs> Oh, Cranbourne Race 5 Friday. So we've got Tamworth Cup, and then you can try and make some money at uh, Cranbourne Race 5 also. And have a look at my sneaky little shifty little dirty DK here. I know exactly what he's doing here. Race oh, yeah. 5. Yep. Barclays Bank, $2.80. Rupert's Delight, $3. Uh, both uh, are Griffiths, Mike DeCock. So he's found a race with Griffiths and DeCock, two runners, two to one or less. Nasty, nasty stuff. Uh, Mark Wassard, seven fifty. Two to one, take your pick. Well, exactly. So then DK's going. Well, fuck them. They're a scratching, and now I'm going to try. The and old find Gordo pen job. Hey? He's, like, he's, he's the old Gordo <laughs> pen job. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure whether to stake up or down with this selection, but uh, I love it. I love where his head's at. He's got his hunger back, and he's got his uh, tough edge back. Bit like Hawthorne, playing with a bit of aggression. Landers, twelve dollars. Fazabil, thirteen dollars. Uh, Frusciante, 13 Star in the Miss, $13. Back in $18. Irish Knight, 26 and uh, 41 or better for Battle Class. And she's a factor. But um, Frusciante from the uh, the Mick Huglin Yard is the horse we're going to look at here. Wins a jump out. You need binoculars to watch this. I hate it when they put the jump outs out the back of the motor. 
DK? Well, they're all here. Yeah, the back straight jump outs. We're getting used to my packing them. And um, they're important because Moody and, and Stokes and Sadler are, are firing off these jump outs to the races. So this thing goes straight to the front. This is second jump out. And it just, just like the way it towed along in front. And that, this was the first time I'd saw it this prep. Um, it's a Toronado that's taken time. Um, but yeah, I just like the way she sort of moved and uh, showed a bit of sharpness because she's a, she's probably a miler. So, um, so yeah, I like, like the jump out and then she goes to, um, I think she wins it. She goes to Cranbourne first. See, she just, she just gives her a little, little, little nudge there and she picked up and oh, you've, you've improved, you know, you've come back in much better order than, um, in, than you were at your first prep, which is, she was having gaps between runs. It looks like they had issues with her first prep. Um, and as I said, Toronados can take time. So, and he's a good. Tra- the other thing is, uh, he's a good trainer. This bloke, I've been just been watching. He's got good backing off First Light Racing, who raced this horse. But um, yeah, so she she lands in the box. She was fifty to one here. She this is twelve hundred. She's nowhere near twelve hundred. And on dry, she's not a dry, really a dry tracker. She wants to get her foot in the ground. So um, these are these are nice horses that finish in front of her here. Um, that's a moody moody first starter. The Hass. And this thing went like a rocket down the middle. This marfing, like reeled off best of the day. So I'm saying this, this and Forbes, which is about two the favourite in that race. She's been beaten. She's run. She got beaten probably two or three links by Forbes, and I think that's the best. They're nice horses. So that's I'd say. Well, that's the best race coming into coming into this race um, on on Friday night. So I think that she goes up to fourteen hundred onto a wet track. She'll race forward. So there's some good ticks there, and then we come to okay. Griffiths to Cocker got the two favourites. So, you know, first thing you do, if you want you want to bet against them. I mean, poor old Rupert's delight. I mean, he he's he's fourteenth start for the prep, sixteenth start in his life. He's been up forever. Those keep spinning him round and round and nothing typifies why this camp goes at five percent except for him. So poor old Rupert is there just spinning round and round and round. So rather rather some fresh legs to take him on. Barclays Bank has been a 1,200, 1,100-metre horse for six or seven starts, whatever it is. Now they decide it's a four, want to put it at try it over 1,400. So it's got to be a query at the 1,400, even though it'll get a nice suck run, but it's got to be a query. And, I mean, it'll be favoured off the, the rating. The last uh, race looks on paper to race okay, but three, 25, 40 to one chance, all finished within two or three links of shines. And I, I've, got a, I've got a query. I'm not sure about that race. I want to see some form out of it first. And then the next one was third favourite there, Marquisard, who's resuming for Price Kent. Um, went around 250 on debut and never got warm and went straight to the paddock. It's resumed. Dead set. In, I, know, I know I'd had a kid on it and 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 jump outs for staying horses. Um, you know, you don't read too much into it. But dead set. In its most recent jump out, it, it, it looked like in Borat's language, it should be pulling plough instead of going to the races. <laughs> so it looked like dead set. should be pulling that with the draft horses, pulling the CUB trolley around. Like So don't know about it. So then, uh, yeah, so I think she can... Definitely run a place. She should probably be best at a mile, but um, she'll be she'll stick on. She'll be up the front against a few things with with queries and chinks on them. And um, yeah, I think she can run a race there at odds. She's going to be good odds too. She's got really no SP profile or or anything. But um, I think she I think she'll run particularly well and uh, is worth a ticket each way. Twelve to one or fourteen 13, to one or whatever yeah, price she'll run. Thirteen dollars. Yeah, and, she's, and she'll probably she'll probably hold up. Like she's got beaten five links the other day, but it was a good rating race. And the old, uh, the SPs in maidens more than anything can throw people off. You come out of the strongest maiden, you can be big odds against, you know, they're going to take one or two decent horses up against you. You drop to a, mm. a winnable maiden, they're, they're, they, they're in you. They help you, the old uh, big SP sometimes in maidens. They're very misleading. But yeah, but so Rupert started $4 in that race I bet in last Thursday night. And it's rated a lot inferior to the race that, um, like I, I was on turf and I think, well, you know, it, it did race didn't rate that well and it nearly got away with it and Rupert's, Sort of spat out at the hundred, but so it started four dollars. There, my thing started. This thing, Progento, started fifties, but in a race that rated much better. So, what exactly what Walt's saying? I think the price will go. The DK Army sticks fat. They're all over him still, and you just see the prices of his horses just absolutely avalanche. So they won't be thirteen dollars. So if you're watching the show, well, he's got good narrative. Like that's it. You can't well, control. You can't control bloody cardiac arrhythmias and yeah. all sorts of things, but you can only try and you know find the right horses. DK, is it possible for you to find? Are you a tried horse out of the Cock Griffiths yard or Busserton and find something that's going to come out and win a decent race? Can you find us a horse to buy from one of these? To buy off them? Oh, gee, I don't know about that. Um, we can. Or are they no, gone? Are they no busted? More cock. Are they no, busted by the time they get out of the joint? Is there? 
Would you have horse left? Griffiths, Griffiths to Cockwell, because they just spin them round and round and round and round. Seven days, backups, every day, spin them round and round. Um, yeah, no, okay, I, I peruse the uh, the tried horse English online, but as Walt said, they're, they're going nuts at the moment there. But um, I sort of put my, I might look for the unfashionable camps and find find one that's sort of, you know. But I, I remember last time I did it 12 months ago, I rang the bloke, Rodney Foster, about some horse that got beaten 20 lengths. I said, I'll give you 20 grand for it or something. He said, no, not for sale, not for sale. It could come out one three of its next five, you know. Like that was good. A waste of time ringing those blokes half the time, or most of the time, because they're in love with the, they're in love with the horse, you know. If you got DK ring ring, it's DK. I tell you what, mm. you just no, I'm gonna keep the bastard now. Yeah. Phone would explode. Hey, the phone would just about explode. Send the bowler in. Mm. Mm, could have to do a bit of a uh, norm, send the muggy. I'll give short you three send the muggy. <laughs> sate chicken and chips for your horse. I'm gonna try the sate chicken and chips. It looks terrible, but it's one of those things. I'm tipping after a couple of beers or a big night. Mate, it'd be unreal. pretty hard to knock. It's hard to knock chip. It's hard to knock Saturday chicken. So how are they not going to work? <laughs> I reckon it'd be grouse. All right. Uh, good little segue into Mugs Moral. No dice last week. Special K got him. Got me on count to Rupee. Didn't get Walt. Walt found Special K at a pretty short price. It was very short in his ratings. Big parade uh, got beaten. Danger. It was hard to be, you know, super confident with it the way the track was. But as the, it was weird. The betting was obviously, you know, the, to the pattern. It was off the map. Big parade. But he was in one of his moods, which he can be, and I think that's what most people's reservation was with him. When he when he doesn't feel like running, he doesn't run. Mm. A bit like the mug himself. Now let's hear from Mug. Hi guys, Mugs moral this week. Last week we nearly ended up. On our ass with that ride by Cam and Tari. But man, oh well, let's pick it up and let's start back with Benchmark Racing at Ramwick. We've got Benchmark Racing this week. The next week we're off to Hawks River Group Racing, Goss River Group Racing and Scone for their two-day carnival. So boys, this week we're going to race seven, the 1100 metre race. And the mat. Oh, what a win last start. Come down the right part of the track. James McDonald in a perfect spot. Goes up 0.5. Barrier 5. 1,100 metres. Loves the wet. Oh, this thing will be winning. The seventh. And also, also the mug is jumping over to Adelaide. He likes the two Godolphin horses in the main race. Trekking and Brigantani. So the Mugs Moral this week is r- race seven, number two, Andermatt. And he likes the two Godolphin runners, Brigantani, Brigantina, uh, trekking in the two main races at Morpherville this weekend. And what does the mug say when we f- if we find a winner or when we do find a winner? Go find your bookie. Good luck. And we'll have the Mugs Moral next week for a Average or maybe a top maintenance Hawkesbury because a lot of people do not like Hawkesbury. Good luck. Oh, I enjoyed that segment too much. Brigantine, Brigantina. Are they in the same race? I thought he said they're both in the same race and they're in different races. I don't think it's paid up. Oh, I couldn't they, find they in Adelaide. That's right. Trekking's gone around in the Trekking uh, retired eight months Irwin, ago. Yeah. Irwin Stakes and, and Mug's gone looking for a better ground as well. He's sick of the bog tracks. He's going over Adelaide to find a dry deck. Just be like, he did, He was right. It did find the right part of the track there, Andermart, first up, but there was no chases. Um, very, it did run time and everything, but just be, he is a back marker, so just be a little bit careful that um, you can make a little bit of ground. Mm. It's me, Dragonstone, uh, Mariama. It's me, a very dangerous horse, Dragonstone. Yeah, like that. It's a bit like he will hit ran against last start. It's the horse that you know wasn't really chasing, but um, mm. oh, he's a nice horse. What price? Like dollar seventy or something? Yeah, dollar seventy five. Go the mug. Go the mug. Fingers crossed he gets the job done. Now, Mamunia was off the map last start. Uh, we found it down in uh, down in Melbourne. One of our black booker. Mm. Now it's off to the Oaks. It was a nice J car steer. Hopefully, she retains the ride. South Australian Oaks? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I know that, yeah, they weren't sure whether they were going to go north or south, but it makes more sense to go south, doesn't mm. it? Oh, well, it's, just per, it's next next Saturday, I think. DK, mm. what are you going to say? Jay well, Carr will tell us because she, 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 she rides uh, my whisper as well. So um, whatever way she goes, she'll probably she gets the, she'll have to pick a Mamunia in my whisper, the, who's the current favourite. So uh, interesting. To see what, uh, see what she selects there. 
Mm. All right, uh, let's have a look at uh, Top Sport Big Bets. Last week, uh, they found she's extreme, $2,004, as we said earlier, SP'd $5. So uh, we it was thought weird it was a, too, like considering the way the pattern is, the, the, there was obviously only two possibles in that race, and strange that it blew, but um, too good, Tristan. Even when he loses, he wins. He does. Uh, Abdullah, how do you think he's riding? Since he yeah, did the, I, got the big trouble for, I got in trouble for bagging him the other day, apparently. But I wasn't bagging. I just think that he was just supremely overconfident in this horse. And, um, you know, last he got away with it last start. Um, you know, they went slow and he was able to get under him and his little salute and all that. But uh, this time, you know, Tommy just got it a little bit more right. He got complete control and and um, and had no challenges and took off at the right time. And again, Fyburn, you know, went like a rocket and got beaten. But I, I just would have, you know, if I think time over, he'd want to cross the 100 to 1 chance and, and make Tommy cross him if he wanted to and and just make sure that he was going to be on that horse's tail. There's no reason not to. So anyway, mm. I, every, everyone gets things wrong, but it's just a you know big race. Mm. All right. Doombin race six is the first uh, big bet. Uh, race six, number three, more Sundays, 1000 at $10. I had a bit of a chat off air to Turbo Tommy Henjack, who uh, he's going to start previewing some Brisbane races now. The carnival's going to heat up. Mm. Your potential brother-in-law, Tommy uh, Henjack from uh, MacBet. You guys would remember him from the uh, the Magic Million stream. But uh, more Sundays, this uh, horse had every favour apparently last start. And there's a couple of uh, dangers in that race. It did. It, it was hard to run on that day, but um, it, it was way back. And then it was coming that quick. And I think they must have gone really fast. I didn't see the final sections, but it looked like it finished like a shot. I know. It's a nightmare of a horse, this horse, because when it does get its conditions, like it's the sort of horse that could win at Stradbroke and you wouldn't be surprised, but it could get beat at Cessnock in a bloody mm. benchmark 58. So he's a punish of a horse, but $10 about him is always the price you want to take. He's not a short price horse. Mm. Could be uh, a tricky little race, so it might uh, get more, get deeper into that one or head to Macbeth if you want to uh, get their analysis on it. Uh, race eight. Tommy was in the Magic Means stream, was he? Yeah, the young fella. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I wouldn't have known I wasn't there. No, you didn't make an appearance. Well, sorry, you were there. You just weren't there. M I A. M I A. Race Eight is the next bet. Uh, Cucaracha, four hundred at eight fifty. This is a ticket that uh, Turbo Tommy wants. Eight fifty into seven dollars against Private Eye, Quantum Mechanic, Yonkers Profit. So you can tell uh, all these horses are starting to make their way north for the Queensland Carnival. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, yeah trying to work out, you know, what they're going to do. Bouncing out of heavy track runs, it's going to be interesting trying to work out what um, what's left in the tank for a few of these horses. But uh, yeah, CJW Kukarachi is one of those horses that takes turns a bit. But, um, at least you're getting eight dollars fifty. Definitely a camp that takes turns, doesn't it? It feels camp. that way, doesn't it? Like it, it does. feels that way, especially like it, they've always got a few that are on a, a, a rapid upward spiral, and the rest just seem to. Just stay on the, the merry-go-round for quite a while. He, and he's he's one that doesn't like offloading horses. Mm. Uh, Corfield race three, number nine, Don Diego is the next one. 12.50 at 4.20 down at Corfield in the uh, the Voba Skinny, 1,600-metre jobby. DK, any insight? It's a nice horse, isn't he? I mean, he pissed in that maiden win and then he he, but he missed a kick the other day and ended up sort of too far back behind Basby, wasn't it, Scooty? Um, yeah, he's a nice horse, so... Um, Plenty of upside in the dad. So there's a few nice horses actually in that race. It's a, it's a super Vobus day. A lot of horses on the up, but um, he's got he looks to have plenty of talent. That horse mm. off the off the map early four twenty into three sixty and uh, not much money for uh, any other runner. So it may only go one way. GRL uh, not a bad trainer. And the other one is uh, race six number three, and this is uh, New York Hurricane. So this is in the uh, the more the showdown. He, he was a good run, so he was. Uh, it was we we saw him in that video with um, that uh, of that race that uh, Casey's watched with. Don't change. He was poking up on the inside in the green, and he looks like he wants the twelve hundred, which I thought he did after his first start, and then they ran him again in a thousand there, and he gets the blinkers and he gets the low draw, which just remember when Princess Sussex and that won the race, they poked up on the inside, they sort of came through inside and had that right run. Um, so yeah, so blinkers grand final. Um, twelve hundred suits. Yep, I, I, I hate a thousand to twelve hundred. I love a thousand, thousand, twelve hundred, especially uh, when you, you you've identified yeah. that that they're, that's their go. Yeah, yeah. Well, he but, showed he showed yeah he showed it on debut at Ballarat that he wanted the extra ground, and then I thought he, he yeah, and then he he ran good the other day. He gets the blinkers, so you're spot on. What? Right? Yeah, exactly. Two two by a thousand into the twelve. Sweet, and it's been money for it. It's been of all those middle pinners in that race outside the favourite. It's the one. It's the one there's been money for. 
which I, which is no surprise. So yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah heavily supported. Twenty into fourteen, and uh, that that bet caught it uh, on the way down at fifteen dollars. But uh, that camp does love a bet too. And I remember uh, I think he's just been in. If you search Twitter or some of the racing dot com sites, he's got a big opinion of this horse, or he he's got a bit of a spruik about this New York Hurricane. But uh, very very competitive race with Bellow Bow and uh, don't change. So it's uh, going to be on for young and old mm. that race. All right, uh, I think that's the end of the show. It feels like we've been here for about four weeks. So I think uh, the punters club that we've got at the moment is a federal election. So if you're bored shitless with the politics or uh, your missus is making you watch it all uh, or you just want to get through it and have a bit of action on the side, uh, make sure you check out littlebetty.tv and uh, jump in the uh, election punters club and it's 50 to to $1,000 share there. And so it'll close on the 26th of April, but then uh, all the action happens on May 21st. So we might do a tiny little video uh, on that night as well. DK, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, it's what chicken to Marcus, wasn't he? Isn't he being like, hasn't Scamo been like nine to four into evens on the back of Elbow's stuff ups or something like that? That's how volatile the market is. So uh, he uh, swings and roundabouts, but um, now it's, it's evens your pick or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think there was Close a little enough, little bit of a Mickey Mouse uh, debate last night. I think Elbow won that one. So the fluctuation. No, they always win. They always, they always the worst win. part is no matter who wins, we don't. No, it's cast. Yeah, <laughs> the whole... Well, nothing changes. What, what changes? Like, seriously, whether who's in. Nothing, nothing changes for most of us. Beyond my realm of thinking, the old politics, just too much. The seat markets will be like a slip and slide. So there'll be uh, plungers left, right and centre. Who's going to win Wentworth? Got no idea. Who's going to win Farrett? Still no idea. But uh, all these seats and wherever they are, I've got no idea. But uh, Top Row knows about it. So we'll do that. We'll also, next week, we'll, before the, we go to the next week's episode, we'll definitely have the Warnable Punters Club open up as well. So that'll be separate. That'll be on the website somewhere else. And... We'll start to kick the bank off there. So, so when is that? Two weeks? Yeah, it's in a couple of weeks' time. But we're not, I don't think you're coming down, eh? Not until the last day, maybe. I've got to stay home to look after the bloke who's coming to stay with me who lives across the road from your studio. It mm. makes a lot of sense. So it's going to be a cracker. So it's three days of Warnable. Uh, I guess regular listeners and uh, fans of the show have known about the uh, three-day stream. So we'll try and bet our way into a fortune over the Warnable Carnival for three days. It'd be nice to get a good start for a change. I think uh, we got the result in the last day. On a grandstand finish last, last time, race. But, uh, we've got Kembla, we've got Canterbury, we've got Hawkesbury as a supporting New South Wales cards, which should be good weather by then. Yeah, well, last year, didn't we? Well, that, it's always was a cup on the back end of it. Yeah, yeah. on the last day. Uh, the uh, the Macbeth boys will help us with the Eagle Farm form. We'll have Fletcher's uh, dog rorts. We'll have some uh, Hong Kong racing. Shane Adair is going to help us with uh, Murray Bridge form on the Wednesday. And uh, I still haven't charged that thing. Terry Layton will help us with uh, some Ascot form on the Wednesday. Three months. I've never plugged it in. It's still going, mate. It's dead set powered by the sun. You need to shave your legs. The manscape. I accidentally set it off. It's got a hair trigger. So it's... Uh... There's someone for us to banter with for 18 hours. Hmm. Three days by six hours on the air. You're not, are you got... in there for the three? Well, I'm tipping on probably. Okay? Unless, I, unless he oh, doesn't want oh, me. I think that'd be very entertaining. Yeah. yeah I've got Can to we... give out DK's tips to... Happy wife, happy life, you know. <laughs> that'll take up. That'll take up. I've got to be change. down there. I'm very not happy that I'm missing out on this. Well, you just come down. No, mm. you just try and get a leave pass for the last bit. Bring him back. Shorten the trip. Bring him back. Bring him back. We'll work it out. That's going to be good. So it's, it'll be a massive bank. So uh, I, it could be a record bank. Who knows? But uh, a few people have started jumping to Discord chat and everyone's frothing for the bulls. So... It'll be really good this time, so there'll be no Telegram group. It'll just download the um, the brand-new Little Birdie app in the App Store, and uh, the bank will be in real time, which is good, and all the uh, dividends and all the tips will come. DK pushes a button for when he sends a tip, and literally it's one, two, three. It's there on your screen, and the best thing is you got the notification open once the little app fires in, and you can actually have your, bit, your bookie page open, so you can see the tip come through, and you can shoot the uh, prices down uh, pretty much as, as DK pushes the button. So... We've fixed that functionality on the app, so make sure you download uh, the Little Birdie app. How do you like Google developing apps? Do you think it's a smooth process? I, no, uh, it is. Don't honestly. mention the war. Don't, don't mention the war. If someone told oh, mate, I've, I've been doing it for a long time. It, it is the thing. And, and trying to communicate, then get it. And then one, oh, it's just so much fun. And then you've got to get into the app store as well and get the update. Oh, it is. Just, just trying to line up a Rubik's Cube. If someone told me two years ago how torturous the whole process would be, I would have just, especially uh, when you're not started. You're not trying to like create the wheel, are you? Like it's just, it's, it's. You think it's just one and one stuff, and it just never is. It is awful. But uh, keep giving us feedback on how to improve it, and 
uh, now that we've got it to a good base level, uh, it, you know, we'll put some bells and whistles on the app and we'll improve it over time. But it's at a really good spot now that we can put a punters club anywhere we like and we can do our subs and it can all be smooth sailing from sort of here on in um, with little asterisks there. It's never perfect, but, um, yeah, it's definitely been a big challenge, but um, hopefully we Any can... Any chance uh, we could get DK to wear a set of those, like, Facebook glasses, the Google ones or whatever, the live feed ones, and just have a a, a 24-7 <laughs> live feed of DK? Well, we're going to get it for three days at the down at the pool. Far out. You, there's no price for that. I, I love it. And it's free <laughs> to enter. So you just got to uh, chuck in your $50, buy a $50 share, and um, we'll stream it all on YouTube. And not on the drink. You won't... You reckon that's... A, wait, do we, wait till the people might see me on the drink. That's good. Ones. You know, I wouldn't because I never get invited. All right, we're getting in the show. We're going for uh, way over time here, but uh, <laughs> jump into one of the punters' clubs. Walt, when are you going to do a New South Wales Country Cup one? They don't have many more. There's no such thing as a Country Cup. What do you want? You just, man, I'm I'm always available whenever you want. All right, as soon, I'll, I'll find a track. As a soon as track. Walt gets a, a horn for a card, uh, yep. we'll get him to do one. We might just do it out of the Gold Coast studio. Me and him might. Uh, Get some uh, satay chicken and chips mm. and just have a bit of a lock-in, love-in on a uh, no country cup carnival in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, no worries. I'll, 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 I'll dip it out. <laughs> ah, beautiful stuff. We'll see you next week.